there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Book your service, MOT, or repair online today at macklinmotors.co.uk. Let's go! So, back to back titles for Celtic. They dropped only seven points so far and only one domestic defeat. Mark Weedy's with us, so too is Barry Ferguson, and you can call and pay tribute to the defending champion, Celtic, 0808 17 17 700. And Rangers fans, what are you thinking? End of an era, major changes to come. We'll be talking to Barry and Mark in a moment or two. You know the number, 0808 17 17 700. Mark, it's Celtic season. Yeah, congratulations to Ange Postacoglu and his squad, a well-deserved uh, back-to-back the titles for them they won yesterday at Tynecastle 2-0 against Hearts are now on course for the treble Ange Postacoglu his fifth trophy in two seasons Celtic the fifth treble in seven seasons um, it's all stacking up um, to be looking good for Celtic between now and the end of the season and I have to say a very emotional Ange Postacoglu I thoroughly enjoyed his interview in Sky Sports yesterday I thought he really encapsulated the whole event Barry, you'd want to pay tribute to Celtic. You had so much success with Rangers and that's what you want to see. But there's been one team this season who've deserved it. Yeah, the league, the league doesn't lie, Paul. Um, by far the most consistent team, um, the best team and, and now they've set the bar and that's now up to Rangers to try and catch them because Celtic have obviously been so dominant. Um, they've won the league now and they've got an opportunity to win the treble um, in three or so weeks. So, yep, as I said, the, the strongest and best team this season. Mentioned a couple of things to Callum McGregor. How good is he as a captain and you, Captain Rangers, with distinction? Callum McGregor is special. Yeah, I mean, I've said it since he took over the, the captaincy. I think he's, um, his performances have, have certainly been up a notch or two. Um, again, similar to Celtic's form this season, Callum McGregor's consistently one of Celtic's um, main men every single time Celtic play the play the game so yep he's been a real driving force um, but there's been a number of players whose levels have been so high for Celtic this season Let's hear from the manager then they went back to Celtic Park after the win at Tynecastle and there were thousands there to join the celebrations now look we've got a great opportunity to make this season really special uh, like I said we've worked hard to get this point and it's great to win the two trophies and now you know what we, we want to win a third and you know, I want it for the players, I want it for this football club, for the staff, because um, it's a reflection, I think, of the team they've been this year. Mark, appropriate that Kyogo got his 30th goal of the season. Yeah, and what a finish, Paul. You know, really, yeah. really clever. You know, you could just see as soon as the ball went over the top. I don't think Hearts defended the situation particularly well. However, uh, it was a beautiful ball and the way he just got away uh, from his marker and just the way he shaped his body. You know, it wasn't by fluke that he took it with his left foot and just a wee dink over um, Xander Clark. So, yeah, just... Um, you know, I, I thought I'd be giving my vote to Callum McGregor for play of the year, but I tell you what, Kyogo's taking it really, really close. He's he's different class. Special, yeah, as well. The way he's been this goals, season. Yeah. Paul, um, 
it just shows you how important he, he's been for Celtic but it's I think it's Hitati it makes the goal I mean yeah. if you ask any defenders a midfield runner's one of the hardest things to defend against uh, makes a great run times it perfectly um, and then obviously plays it across and as Mark says generally you see strikers take that with their right foot yeah. but he's let his body open so he can get a better angle at it and he obviously slots it into the, the back of the net did I think Celtic were particularly good no no, I didn't but that's the the, the thing with Celtic they find a way to, to win uh, games of football and, and that's what uh, champions tend to do and oh got a goal his fourth goal so far for the club Mark what do you make of him it'll do him a lot of good uh, confidence wise yeah uh, and another good finish um, you know, I think the cross was Aaron Moy was it and then it's taken a wee nick um, but he still you know, managed to get it kind of on the volley and guide it, you know, just the way he's shaped his foot to put it past Xander Clark, the way he just managed to shake off uh, Rolls, who was uh, who was marking him. So I've, I've always liked the look of old Paul. He gives Celtic something different, completely different from, from Kyogo. And you can tell there's a willingness to learn, there's, there's a willing worker um, in there, and he's also got quality in it, whatever age he is, 21 or 22, the improvement that's clearly still um, to come from him. But what an asset to have on the bench, and he'll be low maintenance. He knows he's a bench player for Celtic, so he won't complain about that. If he's quite happy to be a part um, of the squad, and that's a real positive as well. So Celtic clinching the title—it was a matter of time, wasn't it? Happened yesterday, and maybe that's the best way ahead of the visit this weekend. Yet again, it's the old firm. We'll speak about that shortly. Two-nil Celtic against Hearts, and then 45 minutes later, Rangers. 1-0 against Aberdeen. Todd Cantwell, the scorer. We'll speak about that with Barry in a second or two. Um, earlier on Saturday, Hibs winning 2-1 against St Mirren. So Hibs in really good position under Lee Johnson. Motherwell, 2-0 win against Kilmarnock. Was that one of the goals of the season, Barry? Uh, me and Mark were speaking yeah. about it just before we, we come on air. Van Veen. Um, what, what, I mean, in terms of Motherwell this season, he's, by, he's been their top performer, no doubt about it. But that goal... The touch um, for the, the the kick for the goalkeeper Kelly. He goes in between the two Hibs players, and it's a wonder touch um, and a, a brilliant finish. And you've heard them been spoken about. If I'm Rangers, I, I'm seriously looking at Van Veen. I know my old fans won't be happy, but he's shown so much quality um, this year. What is he? Thirty years of age, yeah, still a fair bit, yep. still a fair bit of football left in his legs, and and he's a quality player. Um, no doubt about it um, but what a finish it was and he had a couple of touches by watching the highlights um, during the game a, a, a couple of brilliant touches he's he's a goal scorer but he brings other people into play as well and technically he's he, he's very good so why wouldn't they go for him? Rangers need a striker you've got, look, you've got to look at home and listen you've got to look at all different leagues uh, uh, players and, and he's certainly one player at this moment in time that's certainly in top form so um, I don't know his contract situation uh, has he got a year left probably a year Barry I would think yeah, Aye, probably uh, a year to go and I would imagine he won't cost that much no, money if you're going sure. the final year of your contract so why would you not look at players like that I'm not saying he's going to come in and be the number sure. nine the number one striker but you've got to certainly be looking at players in your own league who are performing week in week out we'll come back to that and shortly, Ross County 2-0 win against uh, Livingston and could that be uh, two goals that could keep them in the Cinch Premiership? Four games to go, Mark. Yeah, I mean, and now Ross County go to Tannadice on, on Saturday, Paul. What a game that's going to be. Um, but yeah, Ross County have given themselves a great chance. They'll be boosted by the fact that Dundee United and Kilmarnock lost at the weekend. So there's now just one point 
between three teams I think St Johnston are now out of that equation so take your pick um, and uh, really really exciting at the bottom of the table but not for the faint hearted and then the championship of course Friday night seems ages ago doesn't it it was just too much for Queen's Park Dundee are champions and deservedly so Barry yeah Yeah. well again all we say the league table doesn't lie uh, they yeah. have been the best team it's been a, a close call between um, Dundee and, and Queen's Park I thought four or five weeks ago Queen's Park were the favourites um, but they've, they've just went off for them no doubt about it but listen they've, got, they've still got the opportunity Paul to get into the, the Premier League with obviously the, the, the playoffs but um, yeah I think Dundee just pipped them and I think they were the, the, the worthy winners in the end so the headline tonight, Celtic are the champions again. Ange Postacoglu? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, plenty of people in my circle make sacrifices, my family, my kids. Um, like I said, uh, I've got the easy bit, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I love, but they're the ones that uh, are a constant support. And, and not just my family, my friends um, here in Australia. The whole football club um, really embraced me from day one. And, uh, you know, for that, you know, I, I take pride that I'm able to sort of give something back. Uh, Mark, a cup final a few weeks away, but mm. uh, everything going well for Celtic. I chat already as people are saying, how do they keep him? But you get a sense that he has a real affinity with Celtic. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, without you know, trying to you know pander, you yeah. know, I, I think he, I think he's got a genuine love for the club. Right. I, I mean, I really think he has. Um, do I see him be at Celtic next season? Yeah, I do beyond that, no, I don't. I, I think three would be his max, Paul. Unless he really sees himself just want to stay here, and I think if he wanted to be the manager for five, six, seven years, I think that's um, doable. From if he wants to do it, but I think at some point he want to go and try something different, and there's nothing wrong with that. Because I think there comes a point in Scottish football. You think, yeah. what more can I do? No, yep. I, I don't know him particularly well. I'm only going, but this is just like a hunch and asking for, for an opinion. Um, would he be tempted to leave this summer? I very much doubt it. But you never know. You, you, you never know. Uh, you know, I watched him yesterday quite closely the way the camera was in, you know, and he just stood back. Uh, he just took it on, soaked it all up and then had his moment. Then was very emotional. Uh, and his interview at Celtic Park back last night, I watched some of his stuff there as well. He speaks really well. I mean, I told you the story about after they won the League Cup and they got all his staff together, not just the match day Saturday staff, scouting staff, recruitment staff other people in the building and thanked them all for their efforts from day one back in July when they all reported back to what it got them to, to winning their first piece of silverware in February so he genuinely means that uh, when he embraces him what he is and, and, and Oz pinpointed with the tool, he, he's a really good delegator you know he makes sure his staff work and they work hard and if you don't work hard as hard as he wants you to then you're, you're out the door it's as simple as that and it's the same way um, with players um, so yeah to go back and answer your question, I think he will be there next season, but you just don't know. Let's hear a bit more from him. Yeah, look, it's it's not easy, you know. It's um, you have to put everything into this. It's a great responsibility. Um, anytime you're, you know, any manager knows, you know, the responsibility you bear, but particularly at this football club, and um, you know, it takes a hell of a lot to to get to the point where we are, and massive effort from everyone and uh, yeah you do you get emotional because you, you you understand what's going into it Barry you're one of the few who knows what that motion's like winning a title back to back yeah yeah look for a, in, in terms of Postacoglu for a selfish point <laughs> listen he could he, he could go no problem in the summer because yeah. I've got a bonus with you I've been so impressed with him how he carries himself how he's rebuilt yeah. that Celtic team 
In terms of the players that he's brought in, I think if you ask, not just us in this studio, I think if you ask the vast majority of football supporters, didn't know much about any of the players um, and also the way his teams play. Not just a good football team. Um, they work ever so hard. So, yep, he's, um, he's certainly done a, a, a fine job and I think for a Rangers point of view and, and Michael Beale, I think he knows how important next season is going to be because... Um, I think what Mark just said there. I think he will stay next season, and I think he's only going and uh, going to go. Sorry, and strengthen and improve Celtic. Yeah, yeah, Mark. Yeah, I mean the other thing for me, Paul, about him, um, whether, whether you're at Celtic or yeah. if you're asking the question, will he have suitors? Will he have admirers? Yeah. He absolutely will. Sure. I mean, there's no doubt about that. He's, I mean, I heard Matt Bosnich on Sky yeah. Sports talking about him uh, today, and you know he spoke in, in glowing um, terms. Yeah, yep, and yep. knows him well. Yep. Um, too, but I think apart from so, what you see on the pitch and the, the success that he's delivered at Celtic, that's there for all to see. What I think is also impressive, which other football clubs look at and which Celtic are very fortunate to have, is how he represents himself and how he represents his football club. Yeah. He does it absolutely magnificently, week in, week out. He doesn't say anything wrong, never a foot out of place. And when he delivers a message, everybody listens. And if there's an edge, to the message, you know there's a reason why. You know, he doesn't just state for the sake of it. You know there's a reason why there's a wee edge um, to his message. So therefore, let's just say you're a Spurs, for example. You look at some of the, the fallouts with Conte, yeah. some of the things with... Mourinho. Mourinho before, yeah. um, before him. So if you're a Spurs, even a Chelsea, whatever you want, a Borussia Dortmund, an Inter Milan, any club, yeah. the person is absolutely brilliant as well. Not just the football manager and coach, the person... And that's so important now with, with, with image and all these foreign owners, etc. Et so, listen, if you if Celtic have got the complete package just now, and when you have a complete package, he will be sought after. But I think he's happy where he is at the moment, and I certainly see he's, he's here for one more year. And one of the great things about him is that he identifies players in the market, at the price range that Celtic can afford. Yeah, It's an unbelievable success for Celtic to find that man, isn't it? And yeah. you got the sense from what he was saying yesterday, the emotion. I think he is grateful that he got that chance uh, nearly two years ago. But Celtic fans, what do you think? Is he going to stay for another year or so? We would think so. European football as well. Champions League. We're going to turn to Rangers now as well. But Celtic fans, lots of you were on uh, on Friday along with Mark and Oz uh, on the programme. And what are you thinking now that you are the title holders once again? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Title number 53. We hear this, Barry, now. 55 titles, 53 titles. The stats are there everywhere. I'm starting to get nervous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michael, but where, do we, where do we go with Rangers just now? So, Robbie McCrory, a success yesterday. What are you thinking, Rangers fans? Give us a bell. And what about Morellas? I know we're all tired of speaking about him. He's virtually gone. There was no Kent at the weekend. We'll speak about him. But it's interesting that the manager spoke about the effect of Alfredo Morelos when he came on. Well, I think you saw a difference when Alfredo came on in terms of energy. Uh, not a positive difference as well. So uh, I think, yeah, we're, we'll need a focal point to the team for sure. Antonio's not fit at the moment and, and Alfredo's obviously going to be moving on. So I thought Fashion and Rabi gave us a different type of front line today. I thought, because I missed him just there, I thought, again, it was nice to see Yanis Hadji get some movement after being out for a year. I thought he had some nice touches. I thought across the whole game, we had some passages of really good play, but we have to be more decisive if we want to 
if we want to feel at ease at the end of the game. Because to be fair to Barry's Aberdeen team, they're organised, he's got them going. They've come off seven wins, five clean sheets, and they come here today and they try to stay in the game. And they had a couple of moments on the counter where we need to do better as well. Wow, Barry, that was quite a comment, wasn't it, about Morelos? Yeah, it was. So I would imagine that uh, Morelos probably won't play or feature um, in the remaining is it four games. So, yep, it was. But it was also good to see like, Ross McCrory. We've been talking about this for a, a number of months now um, about the goalkeeping situation. It certainly looks like Alan McGregor's going to hang his gloves up. And it's good to see the uh, McCrory get the opportunity. And listen, he, he done himself no harm yesterday. He made some really good saves. He's not a young kid either, remember, Robbie. Robbie's 23, 24. So give him the run until the end of the season and see how he, he, he does. But listen, event to go by, he certainly done or played his part um, yesterday. And obviously, Yilmaz got up. Um, yeah. the game Hadji hadn't played for a long time Matondo Sakala playing through the middle but again I'll go back to it Paul I've heard so many people have their comment on this Rangers squad there's a lot of changes needed if they want to go and um, push Celtic um, next season and I think Michael Beale knows that Mark I just rewind you what you said that it looks like yeah. Alan's going to hang up his gloves is this is, that, is there something out there that I've but are you just no, is this, no, is this I, a I, hunch now is this yeah, you got a hunch I've got a hunch yep uh, I was obviously we Aye. debated it no because I still think I know there's been a lot of people saying no he definitely after the Pat Ked performance and that, I still think he's got a year in him mm. I really do but I'm just wondering no I think I, I think he, he's I'm 99% sure that he'll hang his gloves up Mark what would you do yeah as a former keeper what do you feel? Do you think it is time for Alan McGregor to no, go? No, no, I, I you don't. You give him another year. And what about Robbie McCrory? Will well, he be good enough just now to be a number one for well, next look, season? Well, by the way, he got a clean sheet yesterday. Uh, yeah. He's pulled off a couple of saves. He was exposed by the back four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they've left him really exposed yep. on a couple yep. of uh, occasions. So once he can learn to maybe communicate a wee bit, bit with him and feel a wee bit more confident as in to have a pop at them, uh, then he'll be the better for that. Um, now, whether Alan McGregor is going to hang up his gloves or not, I don't know. Barry's privity that more than me I still hope that he's got, he'll do another year mm. I think it'd be good for him and for, well it'll be certainly be good for Rangers don't know how Alan's body's feeling um, yeah. however I'd definitely play Robbie McCrory on, Sat- on Saturday regardless he's got play, play, play him he? on Saturday yeah. give him yeah. the chance to be number one and even if you keep Alan McGregor then as a number two if Alan McGregor's willing to take on if, that kind of role I don't know but give yeah, give, Rum, Rum, give young yeah. McCrory um, a chance because I can remember um when Walter Smith went back to Rangers in 2006 Barry when they took over from, from Paul Le Guin mm-hmm. I remember one of the first things I thought is he'll need to go and get a goalkeeper he'll need to go and sign and and, and Alan Giggs he was mm-hmm. coming to the phone had his couple of loans but I thought not Alan McGregor's not ready to be a championship winning goalkeeper for Rangers and I was wrong Walter Smith yeah. put him in you played with him and he never looked back so I wonder now is Robbie McCrory at that stage which says you know what it's a wee bit of a gamble right. But let's go with yeah, it. Yeah, and, and he's know. not going to get any experience if he doesn't play. No, sure. So mm-hmm. play him. Mm-hmm. As Mark made a comment, if that's Alan McGregor, he's coming out and barting mm-hmm. at the defenders. But Ross will get that with a bit of confidence and a bit more game time. And listen, I'm all for giving the opportunity. Me personally, I think he's got the attributes to be a, a Rangers number one. We keep talking about all oh, age. Yeah. For me, yeah. it's just a number. See if he's good enough. 
play the young man. What do you think? We're going the lines to find out after this. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk. Choose and reserve your next used car online today for a fully refundable £99. Let's go! Up to date as always here on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Um, Chris will be back tomorrow night with the traffic and travel. Barry Ferguson is here. The football legend is with us. He'll be back on Wednesday as well. And Scotland's top pundit, Mark Guiri, as well, former football writer's president. I bumped into Chick, the current one, the other day. Oh, young Charles. I, I asked him how his team are going and he said, what's that? I said, I said Mirren, you always said Chick. <laughs> but Connor's on the line in Cumbernauld. Only one team for you, Connor. Good evening. Evening, Paul, Mark, Barry, how's it going? Yeah, good, good thank How you. Are you on to say well done to Celtic as champions? <laughs> I, I suppose through the DT, you know, congratulations to them. They've, they have deserved to be champions um, and you've got to be honest about that, be a bit magnanimous yeah. in defeat. Um, I would say Ange Postacoglu, having spent about 50 million quid over the course of three transfer windows, doesn't help your cause either. Um, which is more a criticism of the fact that both have spent an extent nothing since Postacoglu came into Celtic. Um, but that being said, I think obviously, you were talking there before the break about the fact the rebuilds we need and about also the yeah. goalkeeper situation. Mm, sure. and, and listen, as far as young Robbie Matoli has been concerned, listen, I've been on the show before calling for him to get a chance. Yep. So I was delighted that he finally did. I, I wish people had given him a chance earlier, personally. Um, but he, he impressed me again. Um, much like he did when he played in that old Firm game um, a couple of years ago and he looked pretty good um, kept a clean sheet that day as well um, he made some vital saves yesterday because Aberdeen did catch us in my opinion sleeping at the back um, to get the one-on-ones they, they had and you know they probably should have scored but you know he, he produced a couple of big saves to keep us in the game and ultimately get us the 1-0 um, sort of victory that was always going to be a tough task to come by with the form they're on so I think he deserves a lot of plaudits for that the only thing I would say is I'm not so sure on the McGregor situation I think we we have to this, every area of the park needs that freshen up you know we've had McLaughlin come in that's he's obviously going to go That's you can, I don't think he was bad for his by any means I think he had a number of great performances himself but obviously he's not going to be the future to me I think Robbie McCrory is the future, but I do still believe we need to bring in a goalkeeper um, in the summer right? because to me, I'd have you know potentially if this new goalkeeper comes in. I don't know if you have names like Jack Buckland, for yeah. example, has mm-hmm. been mentioned. Um, well, that's a real clearly. one, Barry, isn't it? Sorry, Jack Buckland is that still alive? It sounds as though he could be coming. Yep, yeah, um, he's at a good age, he's played with England. Um, the problem with Jack Buckland is he's not played much football sure. yeah. over the last couple of years, Paul. Um, so yeah but he's definitely got the qualities but listen I'm all for like um, young McCrory I, I'm like Connor I, I've said it in a number of occasions um, I was just happy he did get the opportunity and for me he's shown he's shown enough um, to for me to play until the, the end of the season um, go and give him the shot there's a big game coming up on Saturday um, he's already played in one of them and he was exceptional in that game so Go and see how he, he performs, but he certainly got the potential. Now he's at an age where um, the young man knows that he needs to play games of, games of football. Um, but I, I think it is a position that Rangers still will strengthen, but for me, it's an opportunity for young McCrory. Well, I'm saying young, he's 23, 24, yeah. um, to go and, and show his worth. And, and certainly yesterday, um, he pulled off some 
Some cracking saves. Barry, what about Austin Trusty? He's been mentioned today. Wanted by Rangers. He's on loan at Birmingham. He's Arsenal in USA. Yeah, um, defender. Um, he won um, Birmingham's Player of the Season um, as well um, a, a few days ago at the award ceremony. So um, he's he's a bit of a powerhouse at the back. And, and listen, it's an area as well. I think Rangers... Uh, I, I know Connor um, spoke about it there. I think Rangers need to strengthen every single area have better competition for places and and he's certainly a, a player that they've obviously been linked with he said a full season in the championship where I know what it's like the championship's a tough tough league to play in and he, he has stood out for Birmingham who have had a poor season this this season but he's one that certainly stood out for them so do you still feel that seven eight players maybe need to yep. come in yep yep wow well, Mark, even, yep. even more than more. that but it depends on budgets it depends on who's going to be going who's going to be staying um, there's guys getting into the final year of their contract they need to sit these guys down at ASAP and make sure that they don't do what's happened to Morelos and, and Ryan Kent let, let them allow to run their, their contracts down that cannot happen so if, if they're willing to keep them and they don't want to stay then they need to sell them Connor's still on stay with us Derek's on a big Rangers fan as well good evening Derek oh, he's just gone so Connor what's your next point to Barry and Mark <laughs> um, I well listen obviously without doubt we need a good uh, eight nine players at least you could probably argue a full squad is needed in terms of maybe 11 or 12 but mm-hmm. um, no there was a question I wanted to ask the guys as well um, largely because yeah. of a pet peeve of mine that's starting to annoy me okay. in recent times the guys will be aware right that if Rangers get through the next four games without conceding a penalty then it will be that they've not conceded a penalty all season now that has happened before. It happened with Celtic. Um, it's never happened since. It could happen here. But as pundits, as guys who are, you know, students in the game who are obviously paid to give an opinion and stuff, do you think it's right for any pundit to be engaged in conspiracy theories because that could happen? Because I'm seeing a number of them, one of them, who I won't name, but who works for the main sort of, you know, broadcaster, shall we say, um, who seems to be quite prominent way on Twitter talking about you know, these conspiracy theories and how incredible it is, you know, like this has never happened before. To me, I haven't seen anything. Well, they've probably got away with some things, like every team has. I think there was an incident in the game yesterday. Um, yeah. And we're going to discuss the, it. This is about the... That was outside yeah. the box. Yeah. Well, we're going to come to that in the next section uh, and we will come back to it, Connor. I promise you, because we've got our GAR, our own Go Radio, look at GAR and VAR in a moment or two. Derek, you're on now. Derek, what's your point? I've had this discussion with Mark before. I think it's now time for Rangers to have a clean sweep and sell Alan McGregor. But I heard Connor saying that the board haven't spent money. The board have million pound last summer. It wasn't. It's not the board's fault that the manager didn't buy wisely. But oh, my main point is about Alan McGregor, I, and I wouldn't give Robbie McCrory the number one jersey either. I don't think he's he's good enough for Rangers. Okay, I, I'll 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 stand by my. Alan McGregor, um, call um, Derek, and you, you you don't sell Alan McGregor; he'll retire, or if he doesn't retire, then he'll be leaving the free. So he's no market value. Um, in terms of the board, yeah, you're right. The board uh, produced some sums. You know, obviously Giovanni Van Bronckhurst and the, and the team, you know, helped raise a lot of money with the European run, and obviously the sale of Calvin Bassey and Joe Aribo and Nathan Patterson. So there was a lot of money brought into the club. You're right. It was they spent. It wasn't spent wisely enough. You're absolutely right yep. um, about that, and that's where Rangers 
need to get it spot on yeah, it's yeah. not about building a team or building a squad that's going to challenge Celtic it's building a squad that's going to overtake Celtic because if you don't overtake them this time next year Michael Beale will be out of job it's as absolutely as simple as that Rangers cannot be sitting here next season with Celtic on the verge of winning three in a row or having won three in a row how you overtake a strong strong Celtic I don't know it's not going to be easy but that's why Michael Beale's the manager that's why the people are in place they've got to go and find um, a way if it's me by the way and, and not just in the back of his goal um, at the weekend which was world class I'd go and give Motherwell 750 grand or whatever to go and get um, Kevin Van Veen I would I'd just say listen do you know what get him in the door get him ready to start there's a guy in there that knows his way around Scottish football Europe will be lovely next season and the financial boost that the Champions League football will give Rangers is is is, is crucial however it's about focusing on the 38 league games next season. That is what it's all about. Your bread and butter, Saturday to Saturday. Derek, what's your reaction there to Van Veen? 31-year-old bid. Oh, stay. 31-year-old bid that was playing with, with Northampton North or Stumpot or something like that. And what relevance has that got to what he's doing now, Derek? Nah, and don't nah, call nah, him a dud. That's hugely disrespectful. Derek, Derek, you've been hugely disrespectful to a professional football player who scored 25 26. goals or 26 goals so listen if you don't fancy him you don't think he's Rangers standard I can accept that don't call him a dud you're really letting yourself down by using that kind of language he's not, he's not Rangers quality right well, well really okay choose your words better Derek okay. really choose your words better yeah. he's okay doing it for Murrable and things like that when, you're, when the pressure's on you at Rangers it's a total different scenario Connor, what well, do you how feel? did Chris Boyd do at Rangers how did Scott McDonald do at Celtic uh, what is this Chris Boyd been saying for Rangers 24 24 was he exactly. All right. 24, 25 Connor, what do you feel about uh, Kevin Van Veen for Rangers um, well, I've got to say um I would disagree with Eric's characterisation. I think he's a, a okay. pretty decent player, uh, Kevin Van Veen. The only thing I would say about him is I wouldn't mind bringing him in, mm-hmm. but he would have to come in alongside somebody else that would yeah, need to bring yeah, in as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I, I think yeah. we need more than one striker anyway, but I don't think he'd be a, a bad option because he's somebody who knows the, the league very well and the physicality of it. He's obviously very good. I'd also throw another name in there as a potential, which would be Duke from Aberdeen because I think mm-hmm. he's had an outstanding season and I think he could possibly come in Barry, what would you say about Duke? Yeah, he, he's had a good season, same as Van Veen, but I think Rangers need to break, spend a, a huge chunk of their budget on a starter number nine. Yeah. And I think bringing in guys like a, a Van Veen or a, a Duke as backup is fine, because I think if you want to be successful, you need three centre-forwards. Um, I don't know how Kmar Roof's going to be after his stint out in Qatar when he comes back um, so yeah listen I, I like the players I'm not saying they're going to come in and be the, the number one striker I, I do think Rangers need to go and sign um, a number one striker but also I wouldn't be against bringing in other players who have done pretty well in the, the league this season because it's happened before I mean I went through we've had guys like Chris Boyd Stephen Naismith we've always signed guys um, from other clubs in Scotland and, and done their part and I understand what Derek's saying they're a bit younger Van Veen is 30 but he has got a, a fair bit of quality about him you also get a hunger there at that age if you're given an opportunity to go and do something mm-hmm. when, when you're that age 
and, and, and I agree and I should have made that point clear Derek I'm not saying Van Veen's Rangers number one striker what I'm saying is he knows his way around the Scottish scene he knows about the defenders he knows how to score a goal there's no settling in problems there's no language barriers no you know geographical issues he just comes and he, he would he would, he would slot in and if he's given that opportunity at that age he'd be so determined to, to, to take it um, with both hands and Rangers are going to need at least two strikers um, this summer but, and by the way his age has got absolutely nothing to do with it. he's 31 and he's, he's in his prime and saying that Derek did make a good point Rangers spent 13-14 million pound mm-hmm. last summer Yilmaz um, Matondo Davies Sholak and Davies so they, they, they did spend a bit of money not as much as they, they probably needed but that, maybe they didn't have that kind of finance but I heard Michael Beale two or three weeks ago saying this is the biggest budget Rangers managers had in a number of years so it'll be interesting to see what the budget and the amount of money it'll get freed up with players leaving and there's two certainties Morelos and Kent will probably be up there with the highest pairs and Mark Connor needs to remember that uh, when Juranovic was sold there was big money came into Celtic um, you know there had been money coming in for sell. their model is sell top players yeah. and bring money in as well Gikamakis got some money yeah. so it's balancing the books yeah. Connor, and that's where Ange Postacoglu is second to none yeah, is, is that you're referring to Connor's 50 yeah. million? Yeah, he's pointing earlier on. Yeah, yeah. Some you know, people are on the uh, well that, socials. Well, that's, that's factually correct um, that Ange Postacoglu yeah. has spent in the region of yeah. 50 million pounds, but they've brought in in the past 22 months 42 to 45 million. Mm. So the net spend is maybe six, seven million pounds, whatever. So yeah, that. So you've got to remember he's not just been given. He's had to raise his own. He lost Juranovic, he brought in Johnson, he lost Giacomacchus, he's brought in O. And he had to do major surgery at the club when, it, when he took over because he inherited an, an absolute shambles. So he needed to bring in 10, 11, 12. And when you look at it, Maida, Hitati and Kyogo, three of them, less than 10 million quid. Absolutely sensational. Jota and Carter Vickers, 12 million. Bargains all day long at £6 million each. So, yeah, he spent 50 million, but you've got to balance that up, uh, corner A, by looking at the value for that 50 million, and B, the fact that his net spend is less than 10 million pounds, which is absolutely sensational. Michael Beale's been speaking about, yeah, he knows it's got to be better. The rebuild is on for next season. <clears throat> that's what we're striving for every single day. That's, that's what we're busy away, uh, looking and planning for next season and seeing now, assessing who should be on that journey going forward. You know, our home form up to now with two home games to go in the league. I think we're unbeaten at home in the league, so that's good. Our away form since I've been back in has been strong. As I said, it's it. The, most most of our problems are not between the two boxes. Our problems have been we've had we've made mistakes at both ends of the pitch, and it's clear that if you want to go and be a successful team, you can't make the amount of mistakes we've made previously. But let's just move forward. And uh, look, I think. We're, we, we've got four games we want to end strongly we'll have a nice summer and we'll come back stronger for sure it's going to be a busy summer though isn't it for him Barry they have to get the signings in soon yeah they, they need to come, uh, get them through the door as quickly as possible that first day of pre-season make sure they get in they get used to their surroundings and the demands and the expectations of Rangers and I agree with them both boxes are games are won and lost Rangers are, are looking vulnerable at the back they're making too many mistakes and in the opposition box, they're no ruthless enough. And, and that was the case again um, against Aberdeen. We've been asking on the socials. Thanks, guys, for your calls to Connor and to Derek there. 
uh, at Go Football Show. Here's Robert's been on responding to the question, which is, what's the legacy of Alfredo Morelos? He says, should be a good one, as a scoring record of 124 goals is a great achievement. It won't be forgotten. Yeah, well, for a million pound, I think he's been good, but could have done better. That's my honest opinion. I've always liked Morelos. And see, when Morelos was on it, and he was fat, and his attitude was spot on, he was a real, real handful. Mm-hmm. Real handful. This season, he's been disappointing in my eyes. No doubt about it. Um, and I, I think the best way to do it is, is go and shake his hand and they're going to part their ways and he'll go on. Um, but he'll look back, I think, in two or three years and think to himself, I could have done better at Rangers. No doubt in my mind about it. And I think that's the same way. It's the ending era for some of these players. Yeah, it sure. happens in football, Paul. This is now the start of the the major surgery where like guys like Kent and Morelos and whoever else is not going to go offered new contracts. It's part and parcel of football. Rangers need to build and make sure that they're at it next season because if they're not at it, Celtic are going to win a third title in a row. And the manager won't be there this time next year. Yeah, and I it think he knows change. that. And sure. I think he yeah. knows that. And I think he's got the bit between his teeth. And I'm sure the new chairman has got the bit between his teeth and they need to go and they need to try and back him as much as possible. Make sure they get into the Champions League but make sure they start winning trophies again. Celtic are the champions once again. The Singe Premiership wrapped up on, well, yesterday uh, with the 2-0 win at Hearts. Kyogo, 30 goals this season. Is he your player of the year? Celtic fans, let's hear from you. 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk Choose and reserve your next used car online today for a fully refundable £99. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show, some great games down south today as well. No football here in Scotland, but plenty of talking points after the weekend when Celtic clinch the title. After that win yesterday against Hearts at Tynecastle, Rangers a 1-0 win against Aberdeen, but major changes coming. And the manager pretty scathing about Alfredo Morelos. What do you think? 0808 17 17 700. It's been some game, Millwall against Blackburn Rovers. Mark, I don't know if you caught it up to... When I was coming on the way in, it was 3-1 to Millwall. But I think it's some Blackburn, comeback. Yeah, yeah, Blackburn have won... 4-3 does that put Millwall yep. out of the playoffs then does that cost it, them their place it, in the, it does indeed. the playoffs yep. it's a shame for Gary Rowett um, down there you know a kind of unfashionable club um, Millwall you know they've, they've not been any, they've never ever been in um, the top flight uh, in England certainly since it's been the the, yep. uh, the Premier League so yeah I feel for them there but a good job by uh, John Daltomas in that uh, at Blackman in the company of Theo Pafitas who owned Millwall didn't he he had the Millwall tattoo yesterday just yeah, uh, right on his face the, so he'll not be happy yeah, at right all into the yeah. new den the new dragons den indeed yeah. 08, 08 17 17 700 mark for the championship at the weekend Dundee um, yeah. back where they probably should be and that's obviously yeah. not against their own Glasgow's Queen's Park it's yeah. been some season for Queen's Park though isn't it yeah, maybe just too soon so maybe not well, such a bad thing hey, well they're still in the playoff Paul get Patrick Thistle tomorrow night then on Friday um, so yeah I think you know with, with the planning and maybe behind the scenes although you know they clearly would, would never admit it and would never not take the position that they're in maybe a year too soon um, but if you're going to get the opportunity then you, you'll grasp it with both hands it was a brilliant game I watched it on Friday night when I got home from from the Go Studio great entertainment um, from both teams I have to say some shocking defending um, from both teams, but some brilliant finishing um, as well. And credit to Dundee and, and Gary Bower, never worked up here before. Good CV down the road, and uh, he's managed to get Dundee 
back up at the first time in Vaskin so congratulations to him now we've got the playoffs uh, Partick Thistle Queen's Park and uh, Air United I think are waiting for the, the yep. winners of Thistle mm-hmm. and Queen's Park so yeah it's going to be a belt in a few weeks Who do you think? Any idea? It's very hard moment, to tell isn't it? At the moment I would go for Partick Thistle right. over the two mm-hmm. legs at the moment I think Thistle Much. might sneak it but look it's cup football isn't it? Mm-hmm. Anything can happen Barry, any thoughts who it might be? It's hard to tell. Not got a clue. Okay, that's fair. Because <laughs> it's just it's yeah. one of the anybody can beat anybody in that 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 league. Um, but listen, it's all set up for whoever finishes second bottom in the Premier League to make sure they they stay, which I I, I think is unfair. And and you look, I know I'm going into something totally different. You look yep. down the leagues, like for League Two, for instance, you finish bottom, you've got to get relegated, yeah. in sure. my eyes. Yep. Because well, you're looking yeah. at Breton winning the Highland League, Spartans winning the Lowland League, they're having to play each other, and then they're having to play, obviously, who finished bottom, uh, who was uh, uh, Albion Rovers. Albion yeah. Rovers, of course. Um, but for me, if you finish bottom of the league, you've got to get relegated. Ironic, though, isn't it? Because Breton benefited from it a couple of seasons ago, right. and yeah. then you yeah. came up, what, two years but ago? But the problem is, there's a lot Guilty. of clubs in League Two that are happy to stay there. Mm. You've got so many ambitious um, clubs and the, the pyramid um, system that are um, desperate to to get up into the league um, and, and show a bit of ambition with their state, some nice tidy stadiums, they put a bit of investment into their, their, their team. So I hope in time that changes because I don't think it's right. Some Celtic fans have been on saying congratulations to Celtic. They were there yesterday at Tynecastle. Uh, let's see Mark on here. It was just one of the most special days. What an atmosphere among the Celtic supporters who really enjoyed it. And he also noted uh, the way that Kyogo kind of leads the band afterwards, doesn't he? And Ange Postacoglu embracing it and absolutely loving it, Mark. There was something yesterday about Ange Postacoglu savouring the moment. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you know, you could almost say if, if he wanted to, to twist it, mm-hmm. and I'll use the word twist it, because it was also just standing back saving it thinking you know just lapping it up before he goes and tries something different I don't think that's the case but if you wanted to twist it that way then you could but I think it was just a case of him just standing back um, doing it for a second time just thinking well, what a really good group of players I've got what a special set of supporters we have and what a special football club this this is uh, to work for G-A-R The Go-Assisted Referee on the Go Radio Football Show with CSD Air Conditioning Committed to always providing a professional and speedy service So two major VAR incidents over the weekend uh, They both came yesterday It's with the big two I think we'll go to Where will we go first of all? Well, Connor was on a wee while ago talking about the uh, Rangers-Aberdeen the fact that um, Aberdeen didn't get a penalty um, Barry, before we ask the wider question that Connor was putting what about that moment? Goldson and Duke started outside the box went into the box should it have been a penalty for yeah, Aberdeen? Yeah, he's got away with one He's got away with one No no doubt about it um, It does. As Connor did mention it does start outside the box but it does finish in inside the box and um, yeah, but he's, he's bear-hugging him. <laughs> Let, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm sure uh, a lot of Rangers fans said their heart in their mouth at, the, at that stage. Um, it was definitely in my eyes when I watched it. It was, um, it was certainly a foul. So why do you think it wasn't given? It's a million dollar question. Mm. I don't know who's watching that. Mark, were you That's sub- what baffles yeah, me about sure. this. Yeah. I don't yeah, understand. I mean, between the match referee, John Beaton, yeah. the, the, the stand sign linesman and the VAR, it was Stevie mm-hmm. Kitlin maybe. Yeah, between them, they, they, they should be getting it. To be honest, to me, it looks a, an easy one for John Beaton to call. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying 100% a penalty, but certainly um, yeah. it's got to be a free kick and, yeah. a, and a yellow card. 
for Conor Goldson. Conor Goldson's performance yesterday, nowhere near good enough. You know, he's caught with the ball over the top for Duke, they through a one on one, and then uh, that could defend. And you could say that Duke's a really, really tricky player, but Conor Goldson, for me, is Rangers' number one defender. Um, he's got to be better than that. You, you know, yeah. when you're playing against somebody with, with, with pace, you don't don't give them a, a, a start. You, you deep my wee bit in with his experience, you would think Connor would know better. But I, I just, no, no, just picking on Connor Ghost, I just thought Rangers looked really vulnerable mm. at the the back and obviously makes the change with Ben Davis mm. um, and John Shooter coming on. Um, and I think that's an area, I said it. I said that last week. I think that's an area we'll look to strengthen. Is he lacking confidence in recent weeks, especially Ben Davies? Yeah, it looks that way. Maybe yeah. for the mistake he made at, at Celtic Park, mm-hmm. um, I think that maybe would have affected him. Um, no doubt about that. But then he's, he's got the experience. He's played. He's played at Preston and the, yeah. the Championship. He's been at Liverpool, beat he never played. But then he went to Nottingham Forest and loan. So he's got good experience. Listen, you make mistakes in football. Yeah. You need to go over them as quickly as possible. You can't feel sorry for yourself. Liverpool. Certainly. Certainly at a club like Rangers. Yeah, Liverpool don't sign you unless you've got something there, Mark. So what about Connor's question though? And people will say Rangers, so that's so far this season. What, two <laughs> games left? Is it a conspiracy theory? Four. Four to go. Yeah. No, but the fact that, Yeah, but t- games uh, losing penalties. Giving away penalties. So no penalties. Oh, they've not conceded uh, a penalty. I, I, penalty. So I know, I was too. I was like, Barry's sorry. laughing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I so, remember, uh, maybe, maybe they'll concede one. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't think we're going down that line, but what would you say? Because Connor said, what do you think? Is it Michael Stewart was questioning the why wasn't it given? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think a, yeah. a penalty yeah. could have been. I don't think it was a hundred. Look, it's, 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 a, an, it's definitely a free kick. Mm. You know, I'd need to, you know, really going with the letter of the law there. I think that comes down to opinion. Is it a free kick? Does mm-hmm. it carry on into the box? I think that could go either way. For me, it's more of a free kick mm-hmm. than a penalty kick, um, being honest. Um, can I think of anything where Rangers um, have got away with penalty kicks? Off the top of my head, no. For me, the biggest one that, that Rangers have got away with, and, and it was an absolute shock, it's been possibly the worst refereeing decision of the season, was Don Robertson, Ross County. Um, at Ibrox yep. early in the season and um, I can't remember who it was it might have been James Sands actually gets away with ah. rugby tackling um, a Ross County player inside his own half and, and should have been given uh, a straight red um, and wasn't um, that's for me that's been the, the one of the worst decisions of the season Barry conspiracy theory no, that's not conspiracy theories Referees. Yeah, yeah look for me I, I think Mark summed it up pretty well that I, I'm unsure of it as a bit it's 100% a foul in a booking no no, no doubt in my mind about it it does carry into the box but the the start of the foul is certainly um, outside the box and and again I'll say it I was watching it and I had a smile on my face but why why can you not yeah. see that's a foul or a sure. yeah. or a booking that's what surprises me um, if the referee maybe I, I didn't even actually look at his positioning on the pitch but if he can't surely the far guy can um, have yeah. a look but no, it's okay. um, you get away with one there, corner. And what about at Tynecastle? Who wants to go first on that one? So Alex Cochran gets the yellow mm. card. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of that? Then goes to VAR, and he's sent off because of the tackle of the collision with. I mean, I think it was yeah. a foul, but it's not what I think. What do you think, Mark? But by the letter of the law, I think it's a red card. Paul, I, I don't really? like to see it. Yeah, to be honest, I don't like to see red cards uh, given for that. But I think for going by the letter of the law, and that's what VAR is there for. Um, yeah, I think it's a red card. I think the ball's coming down. Now you could either square it possibly for Kyogo it might be if I made her or if you look at Xander Clark's position he's eight yards off his line he's got the chance for it because the ball's sitting up nicely mm-hmm. 
where he could just lob it um, over. He's certainly getting a shot and goal. Feel a wee, feel a wee bit for Cochrane. I don't think yeah. he's intensely tried to wipe him out. Um, coming together and the arms going round the, the sort of tummy. Um, so, but I let the law a red card, but I do have a lot of sympathy for for uh, for Hearts on it. Barry, what do you yeah, feel? Yeah, I thought it was soft, soft sending off. Harsh I, I think, on the player. Yeah, I thought it was very harsh on him. I think, um, I think, is it Rules? I think he's getting yep. there. Um, yep, and I know Mark says it's the letter of the law, but uh, he doesn't mean it. I think it's uh, just a coming together. And for me, it's a soft sending off. I don't think he was getting there, probably because of the pace of... It's not, it's not a sending off. It's, it's not very, sending very off. harsh, isn't it? Yep. Um, Mark's on from Spain. We're heading for the news, but it's on this point. Here's Mark, <laughs> live from Spain. Hello there. Hi there. Um, it was just to the two pundits, basically. Yeah. So they're saying it was a foul and a booking. But surely they must know the rules. The foul started outside the box. It carried on inside... So it's a penalty. Aberdeen lost one against the Man and got a man sent off mm-hmm. earlier in the season for the exact same thing. And A or B, sorry, that if the referee decides it is just a foul, why not go to VAR? Where was it? Barry? So, yeah. Yeah, but that, yeah. that's what I'm saying, yeah. Mark. It's um, the, the level of consistency in the decisions throughout the full season um, is, is no but good enough. Barry, there has only been one team then, that's when you're talking about conspiracies or whatever, but there's only I one team. I don't start all that there's... nonsense. Well, we've already no, said... No, but there is. Oh, nah, so I'm, I'm not... To... What's that? Why did they not go to VAR then? That's what it's there for. Yep, exactly. It's, that's what we, We've actually said that as well. That's why VAR, if John Beaton can't get a good look at it, that's why VAR is there to help out the referee so there's the lack of communication between the referee and the, the VAR assistant Mark Guidi Barry's completely agreeing we're not going down the line of conspiracy theories but I'm not every- saying that I'm just saying that it rears that's how people can bring that point up I'm not yeah. saying it was a conspiracy I'm just saying yeah. with VAR now there's only one team that's not conceded a penalty at home Mark, where are you in Spain? Where are you in Spain? Uh, Mallorca. 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 How's the weather today? Because we're into the news now. Is it good? Lovely. Yep. Very Mark. All right. Yep. Cheers. Thanks for calling. 0808 17 17 700. The news is next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk. Choose and reserve your next used car online today for a fully refundable £99. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. Hour two with Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, Paul Cooney. Lots of calls coming in, lots of reaction to Celtic clinching the title at the weekend. And Rangers, the rebuild very much on. We'll hear more from Michael Beale and a bit more from Ange Postacoglu as well. Were you there celebrating last night when Celtic came back to Glasgow after clinching it at Tynecastle? And Rangers fans, lots of you coming on. What's the legacy of Alfredo Morelos? What about uh, Robbie McCrory? 
how is he going to do for you? A lot of you liking the look of him, you've just not seen enough. So are you going to see? Barry, you reckon he will play on Saturday in the game against Celtic? Well, I would imagine so. He yeah. kept a clean sheet, Paul. I thought he made some um, tidy saves and this is now the opportunity to see if... if um, Robbie can uh, maintain the, the standards and I, I've said for a um, for a time now I, I think Robbie has got the qualities it's just a matter he's not played enough football um, but I, I would imagine that he's going to play from now until the end of the season You can call 0808 17 17 700 Let's go on the lines Gary's on a big Celtic fan in Glasgow Hi Gary How you doing Paul? Evening lads Evening. Hi Gary yep. So how much did you enjoy yesterday? Well, a wee bit delicate. I like, in fact, a lot delicate um, today, to be fair. Um, did a lot of celebrating yesterday. Um, had my work night out as well, so oh, wow. um, you probably you would have probably heard me singing all the way through the top of the town. Um, but no, absolutely brilliant. Obviously, massive to get that second uh, title win over the line. I was on last week, Saint uh, Saint Mark and the guys. Obviously, just that you want to get this title over the line as soon as possible. I know a lot of fans will want to win it at Ibrox, but in my opinion, you know, let's just get it over the line and then you can go to Ibrox with no pressure kind of thing. And um, It's all about squad rotation now for me and, and keeping your players fit for the cup final. So what did you think yesterday, Kobayashi? How did he do for you? Yeah, I thought he'd done well, you know, coming in, uh, not played a lot of game, uh, not had a lot of game time, as, as, as he would have done, obviously, with how well Carter Vickers and Starfields mm-hmm. been playing. And obviously, I think he'll feature heavily towards the end of the season. Um, you know, I... Obviously, like yesterday, I was expecting a lot more from Hearts, I suppose. You know, I think they only saved Joe Hart. I want to give him a special mention as well. You know, he's, he's what a buy he's been for a million pounds. And, you know, he didn't have a lot to do yesterday, apart from the Shanklin save. It was eventually flagged for offside. You know, I expected a wee bit more out of Hearts in, in the game. Didn't really kind of get going, I suppose, um, from either side. Yeah. What about the Jota and Stevie Naismith? That was a comic moment, wasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely, I don't know if Ange, I think I've seen Ange um, giving it the VAR symbol as well, kind of thing, just as a wind up. But, oh, did he? Yeah, um, yeah he smiled. That was yeah, good. No, yeah, no, it was just brilliant. You know, Jota's been another fantastic buy for six million, an absolute steal kind of thing. And he's just, he's buying into the club, you know, you've seen that with the, with his kind of trips around Glasgow and, and the way he's, he's, he's taking the club to his heart, much like uh, Kyogo and, and all of the players that, that Ange has brought in. Mark? Kobayashi? Yeah, I mean, I, I like the look of Kobayashi. I thought his distribution was a wee bit sloppy at times um, yesterday. But, you know, given the fact that he's going to a, you know, a really difficult arena to go and play, you know, the Hearts fans are, are, are right on top of you. They were wanting to go and uh, do well. I have to be honest, I thought Hearts acquitted themselves well yes, I think you've been a wee bit harsh on them, um, Gary, and then, you know, considering they were down to um, uh, 10 men. But, um, no, Kobayashi, I liked the look at Rugby Park um, three, four weeks ago. And uh, I think he's a good partner for Starfelt. It also allows Starfelt to play in his natural uh, right-hand side, which is good um, for Starfelt. And put, uh, just on on Starfelt, I've been you know really really impressed with him. I wasn't sure. I thought if ever there was a, I always thought he was a, he was a a solid enough defender, but I didn't know if he was quite good enough to play in the Celtic team um, for for certain games. But no, he's been absolutely different class. Loves a tackle reads the game well um, you know now and again he, he, he can be a wee bit um, wasteful with his passing but overall I think Starfelt's been been really really good 
Barry has had a, a rough uh, ride in some ways, Carl Starfelt. He's grown in the Celtic fans. Yeah, well, in terms of looking at Celtic as a team, if they had a weakness, you would probably say it was Starfelt. But I've got to be honest with you, that this season, he's, he's um, him and uh, Carter Vickers have struck up a, a real strong partnership. I thought um, last week's game um, against Rangers, I thought he was excellent, him and, and Carter Vickers. Um, so, yep, he's, he's, uh, he's certainly improved in the second season no, no doubt about it um, he looks if he's got used to the physical side of the game that's where I thought he struggled but this season he certainly got uh, better at that no doubt about it and I've just watched do you know what it's been annoying me I've watched this penalty decision right and yep. ten, I've took actually longer than VAR right watching Rangers Aberdeen uh, yep so okay. yep. maybe in between 10 and 12 times and I'm going to do oh, this conspiracy theory nonsense or whatever yep. I'll give you my opinion yep. for me it's a penalty there you go. All right, is that all right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I think the nation's fine. Yep. yep. Gary, he was annoyed there with that because <laughs> you know, I know you. I don't think you're a conspiracy theorist there as well. And see, in general, people get into conspiracies. So fair play to James, the producer. Yep. He's fired yep. it on the chat. I've had a look yep. at. It. That's why I was away. Yeah, it's a pen. Yep, he's got him on the line. Well, it's on the line, and he's and grabbing him. It starts outside the box, but it does finish inside the box. Gary, are you going to get the record points then? Mark said that at the top of the show. So four games to go, 12 points, and that would take Celtic to 107 points. Is it going to happen? Yeah, I, I don't see anybody kind of standing or waving. Uh, now, it depends on obviously who we play um, in the squad. I don't see him playing a full squad every every week leading up to the final, just in case we get injuries, obviously, you know. It was great to see Alistair Johnson back on the park, no crutches. Um, I know he was driving back to the ground as well himself, so that's that's great news as well. Hopefully he'll be fit for the cup final. But yeah, I do think we'll get to the to the record points. I mean, just you know, touching on what Mark says, I mean, no one to take it away from your hearts. I just felt like you know, no shots in target. I, I felt that they, yeah. I just expected a wee bit more up top with them and. And I think, to be fair, even the red card decision, I think, was harsh. Yeah. I'll be honest. I, I thought it was a poor decision. Um, and, you know, when you look at the, the fans um, that's grown up in the last probably 23 years, it's been a generation that's only known success. During, like 17 and 23 titles, 30 cups yeah. overall. Um, I grew up in the, the kind of bad times, I suppose, the, the unsuccessful times in the 80s and 90s. We won three trophies in 10 years in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And, listen, winning never gets boring you know and mm. and I think getting emotional obviously watching Ange in his speech yesterday I, I thought it was brilliant he, he just it doesn't look like he's going anywhere I know he keeps getting tipped for this job and that job down south but I really don't think he's he's kind of going anywhere anytime soon I've said before that I think he'll be here longer than Martin O'Neill if he's back uh, uh, Do you know what I'm interested in seeing what he's going to do in the summer because I do think he will bring in three or four players As uh, many as that? Yeah, yeah. I, I mm-hmm. really do yeah. I, I do I think he looks at that and I've always maintained that the best time to strengthen is when you're in top and yep. he strikes me as a guy where he'll always look to, to strengthen so it'll be interesting to see because I, I do think there will be two or three that go a yeah. badder probably yeah. Yeah. Yep. maybe a Matt O'Reilly somebody who's in contact yeah. David yeah. Turnbull yep. yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just giving yeah. names I, I don't, sure. I'm not saying that as a fact but I, I think you might see two or three go but also you'll see two or three or three or four sorry come, come through the door and the thing is, Gary, all of those names, three or four names there, have a, a good claim to start every game. But, you know, they don't because he obviously makes a... a I, I just look at David Turnbull and yeah. I, I don't know what Gary thinks. Yep. I, I think he's a really good player. I just think he's probably 
at the stage of his career thinking I need to play or have the chance to play week in week out and that is a real strong area for Celtic that centre midfield area Gary I think um, yeah I think Turnbull his his problem is that it is an excellent midfield and the, 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 the style that we play in you know, it, it doesn't really kind of, it doesn't really fit into it. Obviously, when you've got Aaron Moy, Hitati, O'Reilly, Iwata, all kind of claiming for positions. Callum McGregor's obviously, the, the, he, he starts every week regardless, do you know what I mean? And that's, and that's the thing. It's it's just like, I, I, I think it's time he moved on. I'll be honest. I, even when he comes on, you know, I, I, he doesn't, he's not with David Turnbull that we had of previous kind of thing. Um, I, I do think he's forms up, and that's probably just way lack of game time, to be honest, Jim. And I think the more game time, and I'm hoping that he, he kind of gets more game time now, uh, just obviously trying to uh, do a bit of squad rotation and kind of get, get more fringe players game time now. Who's your player of the season? See, to be honest, um, you know, you, you've got a lot of names. You know, you've got Joe Hart, um, Carter Vickers, um, I think Starfield's had a great season. Callum McGregor up front, you've got Kyogo. I think for me, but as I said before, six million pound. He's been an absolute steal, Cameron Carter Vickers for me. You know, and and hopefully he's fit for the start of next season because obviously we've made the decision now. He, he he's had the he's had the operation and and it was it was great to see him on his on his feet celebrating yesterday. But hopefully we wrap him in cotton wool now until next season. Barry, he's got a strong case, the American, to be player of the year at Celtic. Yeah, he's he's been exceptional uh, for Celtic this season. Um, just a, absolute rock at the back. Um, yep. And he's no the, the toil, uh, tallest, sorry, should I say, but he's a, physically he's, he's well built. Um, and again, he's he's um, he's been up there with, with Callum McGregor. But for me, it's Kyogo, 30 goals. 30 goals. I, I think he'll he'll just nick it uh, from there they too also goals that have helped win Celtic silverware mm-hmm. goals against Rangers you know that's yeah. that's a big thing um, as well but Cameron Carter Vickers has been sensational he really has reads the game he's really, grew, really well he's, too he's yeah. grew in yep. stature for me yep he has uh, reads it brilliantly but there's five or six players you know that, that you could say for Celtic are, are contenders Mark do you see one or two sort of Mark signings marquee signings given that Barry's saying he could see three or four maybe for next season so they make a mark in Europe hey, aye if, if, if they can find them you know I, 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 I was asking the guys last week and I would say you know if Ange Postacoglu goes to the board and said here's a player at eight, nine, ten million quid I want him I think the board will back him I do. No, I don't know if that player's out there. They, they have spent that previous way. Yeah, with Edward, Edward, with, yep. with Rogers five years ago. So um, six years ago. So if that player exists, Paul, I think they'll they'll do it. Now, by the way, it might well be he's got another three million guy that we've never really heard of up his sleeve. It could well be, but I think given the fact that you know we were speaking about his net spend there in the in the show what they've brought in in Europe um, what they're about to get as well guaranteed Champions League football there's I think I don't think the balance sheet at Celtic Park has ever been as healthy um, and if you want to make sure that you uh, as, as Gary just said there that you can see him being at Celtic for five years same as Martin O'Neill if not longer as long as they back him so as long as this matter and he won't make ridiculous demands we know that about him but if he sees somebody whether it's a centre forward a centre mid whatever it may be 
Um, if he sees somebody at that kind of ballpark to, to break the transfer record, I think Celtic will do it. If they don't back him, then they can see Chirio. Yeah, look, it's it's not easy, you know. It's um, you have to put everything into this. It's a great responsibility. Um, anytime you're, you know, any manager knows, yeah, the responsibility you bear, but particularly at this football club, and um, you know, it takes a hell of a lot to to get to the point where we are, and massive effort from everyone. And uh, yeah, you do, you get emotional because you, you you understand what's going into it. Yeah, look, we've got a great opportunity to make this season really special. Um, like I said, we've worked hard to get this point, and it's great to win the two trophies. And now, you know what, we we want to win a third and. You know, I want it for the players, I want it for this football club, for the staff, because um, it's a reflection, I think, of the team they've been this year. Gary, hangover any better now that the adrenaline's pumping, that you're on Go Radio? Yeah, do you know what, like, obviously, uh, turned it on at five o'clock, uh, just to listen to you guys, and yeah. I thought Mark would done really well last week, actually, filling into the show as well maybe um, too good but right okay fine <laughs> you must have started drinking Wednesday <laughs> I was at a very I was at a very important occasion down south that's all I'm saying two weddings right so I was actually no Mark's top man it was great listen Gary no I can hear that a wee bit that reminds me of the day remember we had the Sunday day out and all our voices were that wee bit I can hear it Gary you've still got that oh, wee listen, bit I mean, after a I big mean, day I'm, I'm, I'm I'm uh, dreading what tomorrow morning will tell you five o'clock start I'm just absolutely dreading it already oh, you get the fear <laughs> <laughs> All right. there's nothing worse than the fear honestly the three of us oh, came in and, a green and monster. James four of us actually yep. that wee green monster on their shoulders uh, good. be responsible everyone right Gary enjoy the rest of the night take it easy Cheers, guys. Cheers, Cheers Speak Gary. to you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, plenty of people in my circle make sacrifices, my family, my kids. Um, like I said, uh, I've got the easy bit, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I love, but they're the ones that uh, are a constant support. And, and not just my family, my friends um, here in Australia. The whole football club um, really embraced me from day one. And, uh, you know, for that, you know, I, I take pride that I'm able to sort of give something back. Special times for Celtic fans. Gary did say that. There's people who, young people will think this is all that happens. 11 titles out of 12 mm-hmm. for the Celtic fans. And there were periods when, well, Barry, you were there, nine in a row were Rangers, and it was all Rangers wins. It's, it doesn't always happen that your team is in the ascendancy and uh, on the crest of the wave. Yeah, and, and Celtic, so probably you know, on the park, uh, really, really good. You know, the manager's exceptional. Um, off the park, I don't think the figures have ever been healthier you know what, what's sitting there just now what's guaranteed to come in um, in the next uh, six months um, and by the way if they needed to if they needed to they could go and raise 30 million quid by selling a couple of players without you know um, doing in their chances of retaining the title next season they could go and sell a couple of players and bring in 30 million um, so they're, they're in a really good uh, place and that's why you know for, for Rangers it's a hell of a task Paul, yeah, it is, yeah. you know, for John Bennett, for Michael Beale, for, you know, James Bisgrove, all the new people that have, that have got, um, you know, extra authority um, at the club now. It's a big, big ask. It's not just about improving, it's having to improve to overtake um, what you could almost describe as a juggernaut. You know, it's going to take, mm. it's going to take something exceptional for Rangers, but, but they can't give up. They've got to go and find it. They've got to go and try and find two or three gems They've got to use the market wisely. They've got to get, you know, even more out of what they have. Who will be staying on? Michael Beale and his staff need to find a way of even making the players that they keep on better. Um, you know, whether it's a, a young Robbie McCrory becoming the goalkeeper, whether it's a, an Alec Lowry, 
whether it's a yield man at left back mm-hmm. turning him into a you know whatever it may be they've got to give every ounce um, that they have in order to, to turn the tide. Going to take a quick break and then we'll turn to Rangers. We'll hear more from Michael Beale. We'll also take more from Celtic fans. How are you feeling? What about this weekend? Uh, will Celtic make changes for the game with Rangers at Ibrox? And of course, that's on Saturday. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk Choose and reserve your next used car online today for a fully refundable £99. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. The business show yesterday was brilliant as always with Hunter and Hockey. And the special guest was Mark Hunter. I worked with Mark uh, when he was the boss at Tenant Caledonian Brewery. Yeah, Mark Hunter became the top man at Carlsberg. And you'll remember Mark as well. I do remember Mark. When when, he used to sponsor the Scottish Cup, looked after the media uh, really well, Mark. Yeah, goodness God, that's come back 30 years ago. Well, he became the top man at uh, a huge company at Coors. So that's a great one. the, The download is there. Have a listen. Hunter and Hockey along with Mark Hunter. Terrific guy. So, and saying yeah, that, yeah. how can our Scottish Cup not have a sponsor? Well, it should have. You're absolutely right, Barry. We need people like get somebody like Mark because he's gone now from the big job. Um, somebody like him, they would shake it up for sure. You're right, Barry. We need it's not so the Scottish Cup's not sponsored. Crazy, yeah. crazy. There's a, job up, there's a job up for grabs. SFA and SPFL have, have combined it. It's a dual role, isn't it? Chief marketing yeah. executive officer or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, there's a, there's a job in there for somebody to go and get a hold of it and uh, absolutely get a, get, a, get a sponsor of the Scottish Cup. Mark, you might want to uh, go in for it because you were too good last week as we heard from Gary. <laughs> I can't believe he's saying on it. Oh, well done, Mark. Um, yep, we do need big, some. Big shoes to fill, probably. Big, but <laughs> right? three, three was more than enough. Hey, three was more than enough. Listen, I can't imagine you with the high heels on. Oh, steady <laughs> on. Yeah, yeah. Good weekend, Barry. You were watching the big concert last night, weren't you? You quite enjoy it? <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. Watch what we say. Were you dancing in the ceiling? Oh, well, that's oh, not bad. Was it the greatest oh, day? Yeah. Oh, here <laughs> Let, let's just talk about football. Eh? Did you enjoy the match as well? Then, you know, at Ibrox. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, as you know, I flick between of course um, games. Yeah. Um, but do you know what? What I did do, what? and it might surprise a few Tell people. Me. I actually watched the celebrations because sometimes I think it's good, yeah. and I hope that the Rangers players do because that, that should make you even more determined mm. to try and try and stop when you're oh, celebrating yeah, right. yeah. do you know what I used to do that I did yep. I used to do yep. that uh-huh. uh, if Celtic had won a trophy and you'd be you'd be raging you'd be gutted mm. but listen it made you more determined um, that's just a crazy wee thing that <laughs> I, crazy. I used to do that, yep. that's partly what made you such a winner you hate to lose mm. but instead of avoiding it you watch it and say right you know I'm not going to suffer that exactly, this time next yeah. year yeah Instead of the snowflakes, that, you know they don't want to. Everything's fine in my world, isn't it? No, accept it. Yeah, because that's something that's hard to watch. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, you can't turn away from them because there's mm. one defeat in the league, um, and even when they don't play. And I keep saying this: I don't think Celtic have been at their best for no. the last no. four or five weeks. I'll be honest; they've not been free flown as yep. they, they were. But the beauty is with that, and I think if you ask Postecoglou, is they, they still find a way. They still dig out results and that's what, what good teams do. 
Nicole Scherzen again. She did well as well, didn't she, in the concert? Yeah, Katie Perry. That one, Katy Perry, wasn't yeah. she? She was like a firework. She was uh, <laughs> <laughs> there. Was, they were all there. I, I, yeah. Did I you enjoy Bacelli? You'll never walk oh, alone. That was on as well. Bacelli, oh, what a singer. Yeah, I'd love to go and know, see him in concert. Wait, wait, make a cup of tea at that time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bacelli, you've, you've been oh, there in concert. Yeah. No, I'd love to go, no, I'd oh, love to go he, and see he is Bacelli. Sensational, absolutely brilliant. Lionel Richie was great. Okay. On the line now, would you believe it? We're just talking Bacelli. We've got Paul from Deniston who's on. Hi, Paul. Hi Paul, you're a Celtic and a, and a Morton fan. Yeah. Well, I mean, I grew, I grew up, I grew up as a Morton fan, but right. I mean, my family and that will support Celtic. So I'm slightly, I'm not, I'm not really call myself a supporter of any okay. team. I'm a supporter yeah. of Scottish football. Exactly. Love it. Great. So what are you thinking then about the sponsorship? You, you heard Barry saying it. Why have we not got the Scottish Cups sponsored? Well, I mean. To be honest, if you ask me, it feels like the SFA, the people that's in charge are not doing their job properly. Um, now, I've got a lot of time in my spare time in my hands, so I've been sat about the house and I decided to round up some numbers, figure out how much. So they say Scottish football is worth 30 million a year. Well, I did potentially, if you say 100 to a million people from Scotland, obviously we've got a population of over 5.5 million. Say roughly a million people in Scotland are watching Scottish football. Sky Stream costs 20, 26 pounds plus 25 pounds a month to watch Scottish football a month. A million people at 51 million pounds a month. Um, I don't know if the, you know, to yeah. me it just seems like the SFA haven't done their job. Mark, what do you think on it? I know we all agree that I, it must be harder than we think, but why are we settling for this? Why don't we have... You hear the money well, that are available. Sorry, on you go, Paul. Yeah, no, what I was going to say, you just need to look at the um, the the, uh, the English Football League. They just get handed nearly a billion pounds. Mm-hmm. Now, as I say, it's not as easy as me saying a million people in Scotland watch Scottish football, but... You know, there is, I also took some figures off Ofcom, so there's oh. over two and a half million pound homes in Scotland, and according to Ofcom's Media Nations report 2021, as I say, I've, I've got time in my hands, so I'm looking at things. I can hear 43%, that. <laughs> 43% of Scottish homes have um, Sky or Virgin Media. Yeah. Now that's over 1.1 million people. So that that is the potential, you know, we're talking about what's the potential money Scotland could be bring in. How much money are Scotland making Sky? Well, that's the potential amount of money they're making Sky. And it's £15 a month for the via play as well. So that's add another, add yeah. again, a million, that's another £15 million on top. Now, I know, obviously, yeah. I'm coming up with mad figures. and coming up with right. figures. Some of them are, are, a lot of them are generally okay, but... My point about that is it took me half an hour to figure out how much Scottish football is worth to Sky. So why is it? Why are we still at that situation? There's a report from 2008. Uh, somebody wrote okay. uh, from the previous. Sorry. I'll let you answer. All right, we're losing. So, the line so basically, you think we're underselling? Yes. A yes. product, yeah. um, Paul, in terms of you know what our television deal is worth, and he's identified what he yeah. thinks it might be worth. Yeah. It's one thing knowing what it's worth and getting the sponsorship money. Yeah, I mean, the, the Scottish Cup, Paul. You know, you think we've had William Hill for probably about a decade or so. We had tenants for the best part of twenty years mm-hmm. before that. We've had one or two wee companies. Of, uh, so, sorry, not wee companies. One or yeah. two companies have come in and just flitted about with them about the latter stages. So, let's just say you can get the Scottish Cup. I think ballpark. Let's say a million pounds a year. Mm-hmm. Sponsor Scottish Cup, one of the oldest tournaments um, in football. 
Um, fantastic um, to be associated with the publicity that it gets, different things that, that it can do. Um, I think it's good business. For, and I'm just surprised that there's not been a sponsor for a couple of years now. Listen, we know times are hard, but I think the Scottish Cup is one where you know a lot of businesses, for, for various reasons, um, would want to get... Um, involved in so really I don't think there's any excuse for it not I, being sponsored I know you were involved with William Hill with the Scottish Cup situation with the sponsorship and bringing players in to do the interviews why why, why did that end? William Hill just brought it to an end right. Barry I think there was a lot of negativity surrounding betting and football at that mm -hmm. point we remember Ladbrokes came out of the yep. league um, yep. Betfred Cup Betfred came out of it as yep. well so I think William Hill had, had put on the sponsor the, the, the main stand as well but since then, there's not been a, a main um, sponsor, and you know, hopefully that will change, Paul. Hopefully, you know, there might be something um, on the horizon. But it's just disappointing that when you think uh, we had a Scottish Cup semi-final, that you know, Celtic with the exposure that that would get, yep. companies, you know, for Celtic going for a treble in a couple of weeks' time, mm -hmm. the fairy tale of Inverness trying to stop at the lower league team, etc., etc., etc. And it's the oldest competition. It's Paul. a brilliant yeah. competition. You think, of what, you think yeah. of what tenants got out of yeah. it. Sure. 20 years ago what, yep. William Hill it, it, it's there for somebody to go and get a grip of mm. Paul you're back on sorry I'm saying there's no excuse for the SFA um, we, we they don't seem to get enough stick for this right now as I say you look at the amount of money in the English game we are funding that if you look at the amount of people who are in Scotland because if you ask we can look at things like people in households guy wants to watch football gets a football in so it costs them at least 40, 50 quid a month then maybe you've got a wife and kids. Kids want TV. There's yep. all sorts Succession. of... Things. So I do feel like the SFA haven't done their job and the, the, the TV deal just get dropped on us and they just went, oh, yep. that's all we've got. Now, I've got an opinion on how we could just cut out the middleman. Do you know how much money we can make from stream from, from a, an online streaming service? Sure. Um, you added it again, roughly. Let's say there's a million people in Scotland who want to watch Scottish football every week. You charge them thirty-five quid a month for a pay, uh, for the online. Yep. Well, you're thirty-five million a month. Sure, and we can do the arithmetic, Paul. You're right. The calculator is uh, is for that job at the SFA. You're right, Paul. Somebody like that that we need because per head, more people want to watch football in Scotland than anywhere else. And I hope they get somebody in there uh, who can shake things up and get more mm. money in because we're not getting enough. Paul, we need to move on, but thanks for that call, 0808 17 17 700, the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. So it was Celtic's day, it's Celtic's season, title-wise, so they've got the League Cup, they've got the League, and they've got the Scottish Cup final, not sponsored at the moment. I wonder if somebody might come in and sponsor it for the final, Barry. That has happened years ago. People have come in just for the final and then signed up for the following year. June the 3rd, Cup final day, Barry, what do you think about the kickoff time? I know it was away when it changed to 5.30, disgraceful. Well, I, I know of people have had their opinion on this pot, it doesn't matter, it's, it's still um, going to get played. But for me, yeah. I like tradition. Mm. And three o'clock for a Scottish Cup final, I think Mark mentioned that it's only happened once, Mark, is that right? I, I think it's, I can remember there was, there was a Celtic Hibs Scottish Cup final about I, nine, ten years ago on a Sunday. And it was at three o'clock. Yeah, yeah, it was at three o'clock. Moved yep. back to twenty thirteen. Yep. I, I, I just think three o'clock for the Scottish Cup final. Listen, people yeah. have different opinions on it, but yeah. for me, that's what I get brought up. In. I was lucky enough to to play in a right few of them, and they were always um, three o'clock, and that's the way. 
I think it should have stayed but listen I made a decision because it's a clash with obviously the English one um, but listen it's, it's your cup final you should have it at 3 o'clock TWD09 has been on the socials at Go Football Show the question about Morel is what's his legacy and he says well yep did a lot for us for Rangers should have left a year ago maybe two years ago here's Michael Bale a couple of comments from him um, about next season but first of all what did he think of the game and the win over Aberdeen yeah because first half look we at times our balance because we were putting so many in front of the ball we created unbelievable chances didn't take them and then all of a sudden we find ourselves having two 80 yard dashes to our goal on another day you could find yourself behind so we spoke about that at half time those moments didn't happen in the second half but the first 15 minutes of the second half in particular again we're missing uh, unbelievable chances and when when the ball hits the bar from underneath literally a yard out you're thinking it's not going to be our day today because I know it was their player that got the last touch but we got two or three there that need to you know it's, it's not it, it's it's not unlucky uh, when we're missing these chances after a while it's got to be poor play or a poor final pass or poor movement poor decision making whatever it is because I think in every single game since I've come um, back to the club we miss incredible chances. Barry Ferguson, what do you feel about those comments? And is he right? Yeah, I, I, I says that both boxes. That's been been Rangers' problem. In between the box, they play some nice stuff, good passages you play, but that's where it really matters, Paul. You make sure you defend your box and your goal, and then when you create chances, you've got to have that ruthless streak in you. And I don't think Rangers have have got that, and I think that's a a major issue where he'll want to address it in the summer there's no doubt about it I'm looking at three stroke four forward thinking players coming in and I still think he will look to strengthen the defence Here's the manager's thoughts on his two newcomers this season Cantwell and Raskin Yeah I think listen it's my opinion that history when in a few years time they'll look back on one or two players more fondly than they do today because they'll, they'll see the goals they scored or the games they played in and the moments they had I think what's happened with those two is the fans wanted to see one or two fresh faces and they've come in with a natural infectious um, energy and, uh, and and I think that's nice and I think attitude and energy is the best friend or the worst enemy of every football player and uh, ultimately if you have some success that attitude and energy has got to grow um, and you can't change and those two players have come in and they've started at range as well, they've achieved nothing at Rangers yet. So everything's in front of them and uh, next season I expect them after a pre-season together to go on and kick on another 10 or 15%. It's okay winning man of the matches and playing well at this stage of the season but we know that at this club you've got to do it on the big days. Mark? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, if we're talking about Cantwell and, yep. and Raskin, uh, you know, they've certainly improved uh, what was there. Um, you know, it was a wonderful finish from Todd Cantwell yesterday. I mean, it really was. A terrific technique and uh, right into the corner. I mean, for a free transfer, um, he's you know <laughs> definite value for money. There is no doubt about that. You know, he's got a big part to to play. But as the manager said, there you need to do it in the big games. You need to do it when titles are on there. And you need to do it ultimately beating Celtic. You know, because if you're going to win the league, you're going to have to beat Celtic in at least two games next season, if not more. You might need one three out of the four to go and win the league. So you need to be be on it. Um, Absolutely, um, and just to go on with his his comments about Morelos, yeah. uh, I felt I just didn't think it was the right time to do that with with, with Morelos. See, if you're going to do that, do it a while ago when 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 something mattered, when the season was on. If you wanted to to, to call him out, see, doing it now, 
I don't see the point and I don't see the point why he played yesterday I don't see what the point why he was on the bench yesterday for Rangers I said that during the week Paul his time at Rangers has come and gone do not have him involved do have Ryan Kent or Alfredo Morelos involved in Sunday against Aberdeen Kent wasn't Morelos was on the bench he's come out I didn't see only watched the highlights and sports scene and then he's left a bit on the player why what's the point now yeah. what benefit are you getting a by playing him and, and B then leaving a bit on him. The fans he's have always, loved him. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and Michael Beale's always said since he came back, well, we've got a fantastic relationship, Alfredo and I. Fantastic relationship. He's given me everything, bump, 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 bump. I just didn't see the point in doing it because Alfredo Morelos, between Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and Michael Beale, has created different problems at different times. You're going to call him out, call him out before the League Cup final. Give him a bit up the back, say, call him out. Before Would it have made the semi Well, we don't know. I just don't see the point in calling them out yesterday, Paul. What is the point of that? I don't. I don't get it. Barry, what else can we say about it? Would you agree with Mark? He should have done it earlier. I'm. Sh- what are the reasons he didn't? Yeah, but listen, I think we all knew it was going to come to an end. He should never get into this situation no. anyway. Yeah. Paul, let's yeah. be honest. When a, a player, a, a, the capabilities that Morelos has got, certainly with his goal scoring record, 124 mm-hmm. goals, European record holder. He was worth two years ago £15 million. In the summer, he was probably worth £7 million. And they've, um, they've let him, let him um, run down his, his contract. I think he's been a good player. I said at the start, I think um, I wanted more from him. He's a player that I really liked. Um, but listen, it's over and you need to just look further forward. There's other players that I'll, I'm sure will get the opportunity in the last four games to go and show if they are going to be part of it um, so let's let's wait and see but yeah it's it's been needing it for a, a while a bit of freshness um, new players coming in but again it's one of these ones see this summer market yeah. it, it needs to virtually get everyone spot on yeah. they, you do if you're going yeah. to be bringing in 7, 8, 9, 10 players you, money? Yeah, you, you've got to have them spot on. So I, I think he knows the the situation, and it's not all about just getting good players. Listen, good players is important, but you need to get players who are mentally yeah. are going to handle situations Can where that the jersey. crowd will get on yeah. you. Mm-hmm. As part of playing at a, a massive club like Rangers, they expect the demand for you, and when it's not going well, you'll come in for a bit of criticism. It's how you respond, and I get that. We can't well, and Raskin certainly improved the team, and yep, it's all about beating your Aberdeens and your Hearts and your Hibs but ultimately you're judged on when you come up against Celtic you need to produce the goods more often than not when you, you come up against your fiercest rivals Quick break and then the final section we'll look at the other games as well we continue to praise Celtic the champions uh, the rebuild is underway at Rangers down south what about Fulham 5-3 win over Leicester this afternoon the Leicester fans not happy at all and Everton can you believe they're three up at the moment at Brighton the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk Choose and reserve your next used car online today for a fully refundable £99 Let's go! Breakfast show back when you wake up tomorrow morning Gary, it sounds as though he woke up late this afternoon He was on earlier on, a big Celtic <laughs> fan uh, who has been celebrating Kieran's been on and also Stephen and the family out there in Lanarkshire enjoying it as Celtic wrap up title number two I wonder how many Ange Postacoglu will be here for um, what do you think 0808 17 17 700 we were talking just before the break there about the changes at Rangers and the changes they need to make to challenge Celtic 
next season because Barry second is nowhere in this city you don't get away with it you got away with it last year Rangers because they went all the way to Seville they won the Scottish Cup uh, but so much has changed in a year well listen see if you, you have a, a bit of an off season you, you've got to win at least one trophy yeah. you know what I mean you're still no happy but listen your bread and butter is no doubt about it that first day in pre-season when you have that meeting is you've got one thing in your sight and that's a league title um, Rangers have I've went without any silverware this season and um, for a club like Rangers um, that's not acceptable I've listened to Michael's pressers and he knows that's the situation so the pressure's on Rangers next year um, pressure's certainly on to make sure they get silverware but also I mean, with the amount of players I think it's going to be coming in through the door and obviously players leaving who have been good servants to the club but listen it's, it's, it's needed that you see it behind the scenes there's a bit of a, a change a turnaround um, I think You're that's good that? yeah, yeah I think yeah. it'll bring a bit of freshness a bit of energy and also that's what hopefully will happen in the, the playing side when a number of new recruits but it's also you've got to make sure that there is guys that are around about the club that that, um, that know what's expected when new players come through the door these guys have got to be tuned in because um, listen when you when you play with Rangers listen every single day you're under, um, sure. you're under pressure. And this could well be a treble season for Celtic. 20 years ago, you won a treble and they were celebrating it on Friday, Barry. That would be, how good was it to see some of your old pals, colleagues, Yeah, teammates? it's great. As I say, everybody's doing their, their own thing, whether that's in coaching or they've got some businesses or they're, they're doing a bit of media. So it was good. To, um, Arthur Newman was there. You know what Arthur's like? He's, he's some man. Um, good yeah. fun. Shot Avaladze, yeah. Neil McCann, Craig Moore, Peter Lovingkrans. Um, big, uh, big Alec. So it was, uh, it was good to see. Um, you still guys. call him Gaffer? I Alec always call that. Uh, all my yeah. managers, um, yeah. always called. Uh, I always called him Gaffer. So yeah, everybody was uh, in in good forum. Um, so it was, it was good to see them. Shot at Avaladze. There's a name. Uh, I tell you, can I say one yeah. thing? What a player he was. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his movement for a centre forward was. Um, was brilliant had a good real connection with with, with, with Shorter um, he came over for Ajax and uh, yeah he was a he was a top player Shorter mm. will he be back in football yeah, I should have asked you that during the break is he going to be back yeah, in I did, I did say that he obviously yeah. the, uh, South. Uh, yep, he's, he's been a manager before he was in at Hull City um, it never quite worked out um, but yep Shorter's um, looking to get back into the into the game um, but as I said it's always good to catch up with him and, and have a a couple of shared bits after it to, to relax and talk about old times because um, listen sometimes I think you take it for granted yeah. and when you look back and actually sitting on the stage and I'm looking down at the the table and I'm looking at some of the players that I've played with mm -hmm. you know what I mean like top top players but the biggest thing not just about how good the players they were it's see mentally yeah. mentally tough mm -hmm. big big characters yeah. you think of guys that weren't there and you just mentioned yeah. some of the, the, the fellas that were there you think Kloss, yes, Ronald, De, Ronald De Boer, mm -hmm. uh, Clou Claudia Kinesia, Lorenzo, um, Amarus, Mikel Arteta. Yeah. You know, when you think about you know, five or six... What's uh, he doing now? <laughs> <laughs> Mikel Arteta, is he winning the title? Probably not, but I'll tell you what, they've given it a good shot, haven't they? What, Michael Moles was there, I forgot. Oh, I, yeah. I knew I'd forgot something. What a striker. What yeah, would you say, a couple that. of words about him? What do you remember about Michael Moles? Unreal, we signed him for five million for Utrecht. And he came in and I'm thinking to myself, who's this? Yep. You know what I mean? Obviously, I write a few quid. 
And honestly, the first training session, I could not believe. Oh, yeah, I was like, oh, what, what a player we've got here. And and I'll be honest, we up until that moment in the Olympic Stadium against Bayern Munich, he was unbelievable. We would never have been able to hold on to him if he continued that full that full season. Just some of the things he'd done with a, a football member, his wee, his wee turn he oh, used to right. love when you fired it into him. Um, so, yep, he was, he was there. Yeah, he was another top, top player. And, and it would have been interesting to see if he never got that injury, how far he would actually have went in the, in the game. In terms of listening, he was a top player, but I think he could have played with anybody. Really? Michael Moles, yeah. yeah. Ronald De Boer, quick word about him. What would you, just a couple of words about him. Oh, I love himself, Ronnie boy. Loved, loved himself. Yeah, <laughs> he loves himself. But what a player, Paul. Again, yeah. another, uh, yeah. I mean, you, you talk about the arrogance, I quite like that in mm -hmm. people. I like the arrogance of Ronald. Um, yeah, he was always the best at everything. Yeah. Ronald, yeah. no doubt about Stephen it. Stephen and his own mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, he's another player who had a really good yeah. connect. Big Ammo, you yeah. can say what you want about Big Ammo, but oh. I tell you, Big Ammo's somebody you'd want in the trenches with. Yeah. And he scored the goal, won the treble actually, didn't he? Cup yeah, final and against we, we spoke about that. Yeah. I've got to be honest with you, after we won that game, um, sorry, the, the league game to, to cement the title, we celebrated far too long. Um, there's no doubt about it. It went on three days yeah. uh, too long and, and Big Ammo was probably the only one that was professional that week because um, I think we yeah. stopped celebrating on the, the Wednesday night and we had the cup final on the Saturday. And yeah. the Saturday. And and that Stephen, was his last game for the club as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And Stephen Kloss, I mean, what, what a goalkeeper. Wunderbar. Uh, yeah, yeah, what a goalkeeper. Worst dress sense I've ever seen really? in my life. Big Moore. <laughs> <laughs> no. well, he's, he, yeah, he's no far behind him he'll kill me for that oh, no. him and Big John Hartson yeah, yeah. Yeah, Big Oz used to get Stefan's hand-me-downs it's <laughs> oh, <laughs> the football yeah. clothes show oh, here dear, yeah, yeah. Stefan some goalkeeper yeah. now obviously Big Oz you know but he, about Sorry, Big Oz. he, would, tap, he yeah. would tackle his granny Big Oz yeah. Ron, mm. Ronald De Boer yeah. do you think I'm not talking about it's a matter of fact Rangers signed Ronald De Boer for Barcelona. Uh -huh. They don't make Man United no, to come right. out when you that's think right. about it, you know. And, and, why? and do you know what? Why? And do you know what? So did yeah. Big Ammo, so he keeps telling me. Oh, oh, <laughs> ah, right. And why? Because for younger listeners, they won't realise, but you know, some of the top players came here, came to Glasgow yeah. to play for Rangers or yeah. for Celtic. Uh, yeah, Celtic do, brought do, them do you know in as well. One thing there? I found yeah. out about yeah. their players is, right, they were top players, but mm -hmm. see their, their, um, their work ethic during games, they, they, they would do the dirty side really well. And that's what I appreciated, like real good players. But I love the fact they would sprint back. See, like times in terms of like a Kyogo just now, you see him run past these midfielders to try and make that last ditch challenge, help his full back. So, guys that I, I played with had um, just that, that inner, you know, I mean, that, that dirty side to them that I loved. Um, but yeah, if you think back, some of the players I played with were ridiculous football players. Incredible, and it's Celtic, of course, the Larsons that you played up against, um, the Suttons, Hartson. He was a joke, yeah. Henry Larson, <laughs> he was, he was a, he was a joke in that. The a, a level. Joke in terms of, of the, course, the, the level yeah. of football yeah. player he was, he was. Um, I mean, again, there was nothing much to him. I mean, Matt no, probably no. stood beside him. He's yeah. one of the biggest. No, he was quite slim. slim. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. You take some amount of hits during the game. Mm. You just jump back up and go on with. You always say that he, he never. Yeah, you know, that, do you know what you used to on. think? Yeah, and by he never moaned. I yeah. never said to refs, "Give him a red." He was never one of those. Kids. Just up you get, and you think six hundred and fifty grand. My God, what a And you, you would actually walk past and you look and just react to something, but you would never react to him. 
And have you stopped Henrik Larson? Look, that Celtic team had so many yeah. top players, but have you stopped him? You had a right good chance of beating them. Johnson, Lennon, Baldy. There's so many. Yep. Big great Bobo. days. But are these the great days now as well? For Celtic fans at the moment, yes. Yeah. Last year you'd have said for Rangers, yes. Not in the title, but they weren't that far away, but they were heading for Seville. What's going to happen over the summer? Can I just check how you got on? And uh, Of course, Friday you were away then. Oh, that, that. So well, I can't just check how you did with your scores. But Hibs beating St Mirren 2-1. So it's a disappointment for St Mirren. But what a season. Top six. Motherwell, wow, 2-0. Uh, big well, one can, for them. Can I just yeah. say, what about their surface again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Everyone says wow. that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, Ross County 2-0 against Livingston could they stay up and St Johnson now safe 1-0 against Dundee United I guess the question has to be as Scotland big west of Scotland station what about Kilmarnock are they going to be okay or or not what do we think so bottom of the table Ross County on 30 one point behind Kelly and then well Kelly and Dundee United so they're on 31 as well so it's, it's going to be between Ross County Kelly and Dundee United isn't it Barry I guess the question is we don't know yet so it's speculating yeah, it's, it's yeah. down to the three I, I yeah. think that three points for St Johnson at the weekend against Dundee United that takes him away from it and it comes down to it's going to be between Dundee United Ross County and um, Kilmarnock but Ross County you're finding a bit of form yeah it's a good, good result for them at the weekend but and Malky's such a good manager. He is, isn't he? He's yeah. been over the course. I mean, what, what yeah. a game that is at the week. I think you mentioned Tanadice. it. Oof. Oh. A belter. That's going to be an absolute belter. Which one? United Ross <laughs> County at Tanadice on Saturday. Because yeah. Jim Goodwin, what was that three in a row he had? Yeah. Until yeah. the weekend. Row, so, yeah. yeah, and Stephen Fletcher. Charlie Mulgrew set off. an effort, battered yeah. the woodwork. Yeah. Um, with only five yeah. minutes to go. Um, and Charlie Mulgrew getting a, a straight red for a foul on the Melker Hallberg. So, um yeah, it was a good one for, for St. Johnson and I think it just, you know, as Jim Goodman said at full time, it now leaves it a fight with, with three. You know, one will go down, one in the playoff and, and one will be safe and we'll find out in four games' who, who, time. Who do you fancy? To, to, to stay up? Yep. But the three? Gut, gut reaction. Ross County, Kelly or Dundee United? If you had to. I think Dundee United will, will get out of it and oh, toss right. a coin between Kelly and Ross oh, County. Wow. What, what would you, what would your answer be to the same question? I think it's Ross County. Do you? Yeah. It's going to stay up stay by up. the three. Right, okay. And In third, a straight fight between Kelly and Dundee yeah, United. Third spot, well, we'll talk about it later in the week. I think is, that, uh, is that the last game yeah. of the season, Kelly Dundee United? Was it? it might be, well, let's check, yeah, but I think it might you. be. Okay. I think it might be, yeah. But at the top third position, it's Aberdeen. 53 points, that's their first defeat uh, in quite a time. Hearts on 48 Hibs on 47, St Mirren on 44. He's made a difference, yep. Barry Robson. He sure has, yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah, he's come away not happy. Where's mm. VAR and all this? Yep. You know, it's different. They come not expecting to win, but hoping and thinking that they would. Contrasting sounds of the weekend. Well, you heard Ange Postacoglu earlier. Yeah, look, we've got a great opportunity to make this season really special. Uh, like I said, we've worked hard to get this point and it's great to win the two trophies. And now, you know what, we, we want to win a third. And, you know, I want it for the players. I want it for this football club, for the staff, because... Um, it's a reflection, I think, of the team they've been this year. Yeah, Kelly home to Ross County in the final game. Thanks, James, for that. You can hear it there, Mark, can't you? That uh, The audio we just heard there, the sound of the weekend for Celtic, and they'll want to see more of that. It'll be strange at the weekend. We'll talk to you before that, I would imagine. But to be at Ibrox, and mm. um, they'll be hoping for a silence the title's over but there's never there's never a, a dead rubber when no, Rangers play no, Celtic it, does, it yeah. doesn't exist um, Paul it doesn't exist you know Celtic will be running out the the, the, the tunnel at 25 past 12 as, as the champions 
Rangers will be wanting to um, beat Celtic for the first time in over a year. That's yeah. the bottom line. Michael Beale hasn't beaten him yet as manager. He needs to get that off his back. The sooner he does that, the better. You can say there's nothing at stake, but there's never nothing at stake. Sitting next to the guy who captain Rangers. Yeah. Is he wanting to you know, walk out Ibrox at half past two on Saturday afternoon in the back of another defeat to Celtic? No, absolutely not. So Rangers need to end this cycle. The sooner they do it, the better. They're in front of 50,000 of their own supporters. Um, they should start the game as as favourites, even though Celtic are the champions, Celtic are the better team. But that wee home advantage thing. Um, but who knows? We'll see what the starting 11s are. But I think both managers will go very, very strong. Barry, I was at two of the big events in the last few days, a wedding of Orla and Martin and a wedding of Jamie and Amy. And every at both of them, they were talking about the programme. Loads of people listening in. So we've got more and more listeners uh, tuned in. Yeah, men and women, boys and girls who love the show. And you're a big part of that. So thank you for that today. Uh, you'll be back on Wednesday. And we would finish up on Celtic. And Callum McGregor, what would you say about the the, the captain of the the opposition team from you, but what he's done for them? Uh, people yeah. ask me, I, I, I would, he's a driving force. That's the best way I could describe um, Callum McGregor. He's a driving force of the, the Celtic team. And I think if you take him out of that Celtic team, I don't think they would be as good. That's my honest opinion. And Barry will be trying to do that over the summer if you're a football <laughs> agent. <laughs> I'll be trying to do it this week if I can find him. Big John Hartson's in here tomorrow night <laughs> along with uh, the Craig Moore as well. We're looking forward to seeing both of them. Thank yeah. you, Mark. Thanks, Barry. Cheers, Paul. We're back tomorrow Cheers, at five. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk Choose and reserve your next used car online today for a fully refundable £99. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.